one, two, three. Dad without a dad production. Hey everybody, and welcome to Dad Without a Dad. That is Dad Without a Dad. My name is Jose de la Roca, and you can follow me on Instagram at Mr. Jose de la Roca, or you can send me a tweet at Mr. Jose de la Roca. And hello everyone, my name is Andy Griffiths. You can find me on Twitter at Gaming Goodness. Gaming Goodness. I was just thinking, this is the uh, probably the first in a long, long time that you're back-to-back in your own podcast, right? Yeah, I think so, but I think that's because we delayed the last, last recording. <laughs> no, but I, good to be back. I think uh, uh, the last one, it, you were in it, of course, and the wonderful Will Brocas, who yeah. had just uh, had a wonderful baby, and we wish him uh, a lot of sleep, I guess, because his baby is healthy. Uh, Mariam is healthy, so we just wish him a lot of... Uh, sleep at the moment i guess yep is that what you're experiencing because you were uh, uh off your own podcast for a while and we had a couple guests and then you came for one and then you went away and then we had will again and but how are you doing how is the griffith uh quartet doing they're good they're good um we i mean last week's with will's recording session or podcast was amazing because like you know, you and me couldn't really get a word in edgeways. It was great. Will was just telling us his story, which is fantastic. It's what we want to Oh, and do. something that happened, to be clear, that I just want... I wanted to discuss it with you, but it was... Will was going full speed. He was just determined to tell his feelings about being coming a dad. And then uh, something happened that I don't know if people caught it in a way, because I think he's mentioned something like, why did we invite Andy to his own podcast? So the reason he said that, it was one of the most amazing things that I ever seen in this podcast. So we had the wonderful Will Brogas in the podcast to talk about his feelings and how he just became a a dad. And actually, he wanted to put it on recording how he felt uh, literally immediately. So uh, thanks for him to stopping by. So Will is actually sharing his thoughts and his feelings and how wonderful uh he feels about having his kid home, his wife home, how the pregnancy was, how the birth was. And then at the background, if you guys pay attention, you hear like either Alexa or Siri or Google Maps starting to 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 talk. And then I look and it's Andy looking down at his phone and he's like, he kind of you kind of said it like, oh, let me turn it off. And Will's going full speed. He's talking, talking, talking. And then I see Andy trying to control it. And it stopped. And then, uh, out of nowhere, like you could hear in the background, like a little computer is like, turn left now. And then Andy's trying to take, you know, and he doesn't know what to do. So literally, you see Andy just look at the phone, don't know what to do. And he chucks the phone to the wall. (laughs) And I was like, I was about to crack up. But since Will is going full speed, he's just way past it, said a comment, and we didn't have a chance to go back to it. But the best was just seeing Andy freak out about his own phone, doesn't know how to turn it off. The only thing that he could think about is not even shutting it down. He just chucked the phone, throw it to the wall or something. I mean, what happened? 
happens. <laughs> <laughs> so um so yeah, I uh uh how do I put it? Like so before the podcast, before the recording, we record quite late on on the Sunday night, at least late for me. So around about nine PM local time. And I always have a podcast on when I'm eating dinner. Um and essentially for some reason it just came on. Don't know why. I, like something happened with the phone, it just turned on, I turned it off. And then the next time I picked it up, I could not turn the bloody thing off. Um, and I record kind of like in the dining room area. And I know there's loads of soft furnishings in like our sunroom conservatory thing. So I was just like, it just needs to get the hell away from the microphone. <laughs> so I just picked it up and just threw it. It was fine. It's got like a sturdy case on it. It's one of the things about recording with a with a, with a a newborn again is that essentially I can get called off at any moment or called away at any moment. Um so it's a deal that I made with my wife, which was like, you know, I can record, I can still do the podcast, which is amazing. Really happy to do it. Um, but I need to be reachable just in case my like baby's inconsolable or whatever. Um, so, so yeah, so I've always got it here. We record, we always record with video on. So I can always see Jose's amazing face um, and Will's last time as well. And uh, yeah, so I'm... 37 36 i think i can't really work a phone still um but yeah it's like a weird phantom thing happened it was really bizarre but the phone's fine so it hasn't cost me like 400 quid or whatever so we're all good we're all good so the question is where did it land it do you remember uh i think it landed amongst a bunch of balls that i have in the in the, in the sunroom in like a black container but that was fine it needed to go away. It, it, it was like, I think it was a podcast on COVID or something. I can't remember, but yeah. And I, I think it's like the, the podcast we recorded was with Will was really good. And like, it was exactly what we wanted, right? Like we wanted this thing when we came up with it, we wanted it just to be a, a kind of vehicle for people to tell their own stories and have a, like a living record of, of, of their experiences as well. Um, and that's exactly what we'll use it for. And it's, um, it's absolutely fantastic. Uh, and obviously he'll have this, this well it would have been a pristine record if my bloody phone didn't go off um of of you know the birth of his of his of his first child so yeah it's a really good episode that last one it's definitely worth checking out if you haven't uh and especially so you could kind of hear where everything happened so everything ended so i think after you threw the phone through your right which i saw everything and it's one of those things that if you're if you're a fan of a show and then you go back to see the bloopers or something, that's it felt like it. It felt like like that without that blooper and you were in the back, didn't know what to do, just threw your phone to the kitchen where all the balls are and stuff like that. Uh, so everything culminated when Will says, "Why did we invite Andy in the podcast?" But that's what happened. But it was it was the best and. <laughs> just can't believe you couldn't you know what um i just i'm gonna say something uh i'm not gonna name names but i know somebody that uh this story this comment is to make you kind of feel better about being an old man growing up you know uh around tech all your life and still don't don't know how to work a phone let's just say i know someone uh, and by the way, it's not someone that lives here. So because they're listening to me, so I'm not talking about you, wonderful <laughs> girl. Uh, I know somebody in my family whose job description is tech, but yet his internet never works. 
He's always having technical difficulties at home. So I'm always like, you can't even do a Zoom meeting and your job is in tech. Anyway, so I don't know if it makes you feel better, but there you go. The person that I know and I love the most and it's not here, by the way. Uh, yeah, like sometimes it's like doesn't have reception, doesn't have Wi-Fi. He's having technical issues with his stuff. I don't know. Maybe it's because he's one of you PC people, but this person who works in tech, he's always having tech issues or doesn't know about tech. Like I just discovered that uh, I had somebody with me that lives with them and then they said that they were taking this route to go to Vegas. And I was like, well, you know, the, you know this route is always packed. How come Google didn't send you? And then I just discovered that they don't use Google Maps. The tech person doesn't use Google Maps to tell you where there's no traffic. They just get in the freeway. Anyway, so I don't know if it makes you feel better, but there you go. It makes it a little bit better. I, I appreciate that. I do use Google Maps, though. Google Maps is great. <laughs> <laughs> do you like beer? I do. And now I can have great craft beer any time of the day, thanks to my friends at Hairless Dog Brewing. Hairless Dog Brewing are the first domestic U.S. 0% ABV craft beer brand with truly alcohol-free products. That means you can have a great craft beer any time of the day. I usually have the Citra Lager for lunch or the coffee stout with my waffles, but most of my friends and family like the IPA. I quit drinking about five years ago, and I always looked for great non-alcoholic beers, and I finally found them at Hairless Dog Brewing. So head over at drinkhairlessdog.com, that is drinkhairlessdog.com, and use my promo code de la roca d-e-l-a-r-o-c-a to receive 10% off your purchase that is drink promo code de la roca so how's the griffith family yeah we're all good we're all good um uh daughter's starting to she's like almost eight weeks i think she is eight weeks um so she's starting to get into a sleep pattern now um me and my wife have, aren't having to do shifts in the evening anymore. We kind of just do, you know, kind of take turns getting up. Um, so that's really nice. So starting to feel like a normal human being again, which is really good. Starting to get like four hours, five hours, six hours sleep a night, which is amazing. Um, so, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a different world, man. It's crazy. Um, yeah, she's, she's smiling for the first time now as well. And like we can get her to smile. Um, we can kind of do a little bit of prompting with her as well. So like if we stick out our tongue, like really protrude it out, like uh, we can get her to kind of replicate that as well. And that's really good. How? I didn't get that. Like, like you put out your tongue uh, like that, right? I, don't, I know, dude. I know. That was a joke. It's fine. It's fine. And uh, <laughs> and you do that in front of her and she recognizes it and she does it back. So that that's amazing. That's really really cool. Well, it made me smile. So there you go. It works. On yeah, her. yeah, it works on me too. I'm a little kid. <laughs> How's your good, son good. doing? Like, uh, is he still good? I mean, it's such a. Is he feeling the the the? Okay, where are you? Um, it's yeah, it's weird, man. Like, I think having two, you definitely feel like. I, this is something we talked about on this podcast like ages and ages and ages ago, which is like when you've got a full-time job and you're, you know, you've got a deadline coming up or whatever, you feel super like you're not really doing a good job of anything, of being a parent or your actual job. 
So having two kids kind of feels like that, but rather than it being a job, it's another kid. So you feel like oh, I'm not really paying a massive amount of attention attention to my son at the moment. I should, my daughter just has to wait while I deal with my son doing this. We're doing potty training kind of still, um, but we're still almost almost at the ends of that. Um, so yeah, I think it's okay. He's definitely changing. I think he's certainly realizing that he has to be a little bit more probably uh, vocal or energetic when it comes to getting our, our attention. Um, but, you know, it's, it's a good thing. I think ultimately it's it's going to be amazing when they're both old enough to play with each other and interact with each other properly. It's going to be good. He definitely treats her like a cat. <laughs> like, you know, I, it, she's crying. Um, he has a thing which is really funny, which came up, which was like... Um, so obviously babies cry when they're hungry. So we give her a bottle, obviously, when she's hungry. But there's been times when we've given her a bottle when she hasn't been crying, but we know that she is hungry. And he's like, why are you giving her a bottle? She's not crying. What are you doing? And it's like, well, no, she, she will cry. So he's going through this weird, like, I know it all three-year-old stage at the moment, which is super, super common. Um, and he's like, he's... He's he's quite protected over her, which is really really nice. Um, so yeah, it's odd. It's all still in flux. It's, it still feels like, even though she's been with us for eight weeks, she still feels like a new thing in the house. She doesn't feel like she's a hundred percent like anchored in yet, um, which is weird to say. Um, but like, yeah, it's still very much a novelty for us. I'm sure it's a novelty for Toby as well, or my son as well. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll we'll deal with that. It's uh, funny to hear you say, "Oh, I can't wait until they're older and we're a happy family, and you know, <laughs> jumping in the clouds." And because um, in my experiences, every brother and sister kind of hate each other. Uh, I, yep. I'm experiencing it right now, where like my niece and my nephew they're two years apart and they literally uh i think uh it was my niece's birthday and she asked my my nephew for a present and she said i want you to give me a present and the present is for you not to talk for a whole day <laughs> <laughs> that's a really cheap present though right when you think about it and then uh um I went and picked up my niece so she could uh, come here, spend the whole day with her. She spent the night. We took her out shopping, eating, stuff like that, because that's what she likes. And uh, I asked my nephew, I was like, do you want to come? And he was giving me like, I don't know, I don't know. And I'm like, do you want to stay and be free of your sister? And he's like, yes. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know what world you're going to, but uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't have I do have a brother but I was raised as a single child because we're 15 years apart did you have like a but because your siblings are kind of old too right yeah, they're, so they're, you they're kind of all over the place um so, so it's my, not like you had a, a two-year-old sister older than you and you know what it's like right it's kind of not yeah right? so we don't really I never really had a sibling that's like three years which is what it would be for for my son and my daughter um but I'm hopeful that they will play with each other. <laughs> like, I, I hope so. I think the thing is, is that my son's getting a really cool age now where like he's almost four. Um, 
and he's getting to the point now where he can he can watch films that are good and appreciate them for being good like uh mitchell's versus the machines yes. great film really really good he loves it and we watch it and it's fantastic uh, you know he's he's gotten past the whole like he understands that the paw patrol movies are shit um which as a as an almost four-year-old that's amazing um and the reason i bring that up is like it he's he's starting to grow up he's starting to get older he's starting to appreciate things that are good rather than things that are exploitative for kids um so like i played a little bit of ratchet and clank with him on the ps4 today and he totally got it and he totally thought it was cool um which is really really good so i think the reason why I'm looking forward to it is because I know he's going to get older and he's going to start being able to play, you know, the thousands of video games that we got in the house of various different platforms and, and we'll enjoy that. And my daughter is going to be at a point where, you know, she's going to be talking, she's going to be babbling, she's going to be doing loads of different stuff. She's going to be able to show, you know, my my son that she, appre- she, she appreciates attention from him. Um, and that's going to be amazing. But I definitely agree with you. There probably will be a honeymoon period of like two weeks or like three weeks or four weeks or whatever. And it might not last. But I, I'm just really, really looking forward to that because I think she likes my son already. I think she's already paying attention to him. I think she's not like smiling at him or whatever, she's, but she's looking at him. Because if you think about it, like he's just like this ball of energy that's running around the house all the time. He's just a blur of color most of the time. So, yeah. But his his interaction with her is mainly touching her on the head and uh, like a pat, like she's a dog. Uh, or basically saying, uh, like, you know, she'd be crying or she'd be upset. And his his solution to that would be thrusting his own face into her face going, are you okay? Is everything okay? And I, oh, no, don't worry. It's all right. I, we, we've got this. It's fine. Go back to playing kind of thing. So, yeah, it's it's good. It's nice. It's just, you know, I mean, you know what it's like, man. Like, there's three to four year old subtlety isn't their thing they don't get that um so yeah uh i'm just still wondering how you how you think that they're going to be the best friends although you know what i i seen in um uh i seen in in i guess families and kids uh family members and i live with uh you know what i seen is that they kind of hate each other they don't like them until they get older and then that's when, like, let's say, hopefully, right? Because my nephew t- at the moment seems like he could care less of what she's going through. But uh, <laughs> for real. But um, I think when they go to high school and she is in high school and something happens to him, then they become protective. And, you know, I'm the big brother and things like that. That's when it comes along. But when it comes to, like, being at the house, they could care less what they do. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think when I look back on me growing up, like my brother is older than me by like eight years or something, um, which is probably too much. Yeah, I think it might even be older. Shit, I don't know. I can't remember. <laughs> he's he's definitely older. Um, but I remember us like he would be watching test cricket and then there'd be a break in play or whatever. And we'd go outside in the garden and we'd play cricket. You know, just stuff like that. Where like you don't have to like the person that you're playing cricket with, but they are another person that you can interact with that you can play with and i think that's what siblings are really like um you know my my oldest sister used to take me to the cinema um and the reason why she did that was 
I don't know really. Um, but I would imagine one of the reasons would be that maybe she didn't want to go alone, right? So I think siblings and relationships and the memories that you craft are super, super important. But I also think that, you know, at the moment, it's quite hard to look after them both together. You need, because the age range is like, what, um, two months to, you know, three and a half, almost four. Um, so you need two adults with them pretty much at all times. Um it's quite hard. I've done it a few times, like taking them both out on their own because you just feel outnumbered. You feel like you don't have enough hands. You feel like you don't have enough storage space in your, your goddamn car or whatever for everything they need. Um, so the hope is that when they get older, you can kind of, you know, the the shitting the pants stage for one of them will be passed, right? So <laughs> so that should be helpful. And they, you know, you, you can talk to them. You can communicate with them. That That's kind of the hope. Whereas at the moment, it's like, this is the other thing as well is like people people love babies man it's really weird like i don't dislike babies it's just that they're hard work and you have to there's guesswork involved and sometimes like you know she'll she'll have times or like one time every day at least for an hour to two hours where like she's just upset um not like bawling her eyes out upset but just like existence is a drag i'm not hungry <laughs> i don't need anything from you guys but i do want to be held by you guys though 100 percent. and you know i'm just going to be upset oh, no. and you're just gonna have to deal with it um you're the holding people don't hold her just let her cry man <laughs> she got you guys already oh busted oh i know i'm trying to try that's the other thing you need to be really but she's so good at sleeping she's so good so i don't mind holding her when she's upset there's, we definitely need to increase the things that we can pop her down in, though. Like, because my arms, my arms at certain points of the day, quite get quite tired. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. It's um, babies are hard work. They're really rewarding, but they are quite hard work. Uh, okay, live and learn, people. If you're listening, if you have a little baby, don't carry them all the time. Actually, minimize. If you think you're doing it too much, you are doing it too much. And if you're carrying them and you think you're not doing enough, correct yourself. Nope. Let him cry. Don't worry about it. It's hard, but uh, trust me, we did it. And he was okay in the bassinet or whatever it's called over there. But yeah. <laughs> All right. So a couple things going back. So do you think your sister, were you the tag along? Like your mom was like, All right, you could go with the boy, but take Andy. <laughs> no, I was never I was never the third wheel, I don't think. I don't think my sisters were popular popular enough for that. Um and then another yeah. one, do you think your mom cringe again when you say you don't like babies? Cuz she listens to the podcast, right? Yeah, I think so, probably. I mean, it's Do you want to take I, a second and say I'm sorry? No. Um <laughs> the, <laughs> I just think so. There's the thing, like the, the 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 when you take a newborn baby out, you have people. Some people literally like um, just interrupt you, like in your existence, and just come up to you. And I know it makes me sound incredibly grumpy. And, oh no, that's just weird. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, but yeah, it's like just coming up to you. Go, oh hey, how's the baby? Oh, she's so tiny. You're like, yeah, she's she's small. Cool. What's the what's her name? Like. Yep. Cool. Yep. See you later. <laughs> it's just like it's the weirdest interactions ever. Um and we just have them all the time and it's fine. And I don't want to moan about it cuz it makes me feel really un unappreciative. Um 
but just babies are just they're just difficult babies get and the thing is like kids get way more interesting as they get older like and at this stage it's week to week because they're having leaps like all the time um but there's definitely been like people that we've seen which have been like oh it's so cute i wish i wish mine stayed a baby a little bit longer or i wish you know we could go back there and you're like no you, you don't like you don't want to shrink them what's you have to ca- no so you have to like carry them all the time and like they shit the pants and it's weird like you know it's like sludge or or or, or like mucus like you don't want that no you, your baby's good where they are at the moment it's cool it's cool And third, about the uh, you need two adults to be there all the time. So we did something we hadn't done in whew, such a long time. So my friend works, works. My friend lives in Long Beach and our plan was to go visit him and go to the uh, aquarium. But it turns yeah. out that you needed to have an appointment and we didn't, to, we didn't get an appointment to go. And so he's like, why don't we just go to the beach? And I'm like, oh, we're comfortable enough now to go to the beach and see people and stuff like that. And uh, he was my boss at my radio station, cool guy. And we kept, we always we always treated each other like not only coworkers, but friends. Really cool guy. And he's actually younger than me. Uh, or yeah, younger a year from me. And then um, he had a lot of, uh, I think I mentioned him before, he... Uh, they couldn't have babies and then they tried like a lot and they tried different things and then they had uh, the procedures where they put the, uh, the stuff inside yep. her and it cost them like a lot of money and the first time it didn't happen and the second time they tried they were like well if this is this is it if it doesn't happen here uh, it's just not for us I guess and it did happen you gave them twins And he was happy and happy for them. And I hadn't seen them for a long, long time. The twins are about two now. And he made it seem like these twins were like the worst. Like, like <laughs> careful, because these guys are here to tear down your house and stuff like that. And then we went to the beach and I'm expecting these guys just get to the beach. And, ah! You know, like, but no, they're just normal people. Uh, two-year-olds like every two-year-old is and but what I realized what he was talking about and since he he has never been around kids like me and you know I'm one of those lucky that I was around kids all the time I helped raise three and things like that so I understand right but I, I think what he meant to say is that they can't do anything because let me put it this way so it was Uh, my girlfriend, uh, myself, him, and his wife, uh, and my son is old enough that I don't have to look at him 24-7, and he could do pretty much every, anything that he wants to, and he knows what's good and bad. He said yeah. uh, he's going to be six. But let's just put it this. So there's four adults taking care of two little babies, right? Uh, because my son doesn't count for this. Uh, and you think we could take take care of two little babies for adults they were eating sand like all the time and we couldn't stop them they were like trying to go and you know play volleyball with the college kids all the time so now i understand what he meant like it's not that they are like tasmanians it's just they're simple two year olds and since there's two 
you go to a point where like, all right, I got to choose one right now and the other one could do whatever he wants. And if I look at him, then, you know, it's one of those. So I get what you're saying. Yeah, I think it's always like you're you're choosing the path of least damage all the time. <laughs> like that's the only really well the only way to put it. Um, but yeah, I twins man are tough. Um, I think artificial insemination. I, I I got a couple of friends or friends of friends who I know have gone through that as well. And like, yeah, the chances of you getting the zero babies or or like two babies or three babies are yeah are crazy. Um, but yeah, I think it's like, I do want to reiterate, like it's not, when I when I complain about babies, it's not that I'm complaining that I've got another human. <laughs> like I'm definitely not. Like humans are, the ones that I'm related to, I love them. They're great. And I, 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 I want them. Um, it's more that like, if there was a way that someone could say, hey dude, like they can be like three months old tomorrow if you want and they can do all this stuff and like they won't be damaged at all. It's just like a pill. I would go like, I would think about it. I might not do it, but I would definitely think about it. Um, because it's like, you know, you, you just want a little bit back from them, I think. And then, and when she, she first started to smile, like that was amazing. Um, and it's still really, really good. Uh, but yeah, you just, you always want to get on the next stage, I think. Um, but yeah, it, also, sand's totally okay. They can eat sand. It's totally okay. As long as they don't eat like loads of sand, it's okay. Uh, I'm going to send you a picture. They have, uh, so he, there was, um, uh, we call them paleteros here, but uh, do you guys have uh, uh, like people uh, passing by with like little mini carts full of ice cream and they sell them to you? Yeah. Yep. What are they called yep. over there? Uh, they're just ice cream van, uh, man, or men or women. Okay. So they're just like ice cream vans, basically. So the so guys aren't were... like the tiny carts; they're like the the vans. Yeah, not vans, but here's the tiny carts and the push them. So he got them ice creams, and my son is like eating next to them. I took a picture, and you could see like it's half ice cream, half sand, and they're it's just the best. <laughs> it's just uh, uh, I remember when he was like that. But I just I want to point out how I love when Andy we're past something and he comes back to deep get a deep hole more and digs it and digs it like he could have just say sorry mom and that's it like nobody no. said that you don't like kids nobody said that and then no. you're like well let me just put it out there i'm not saying i don't like humans <laughs> i was like when did this happen so you just go deeper and like, yeah yeah i'm not a massive fan of humans but yeah they're pretty good let me tell you about Peanut Crunch. These baked peanuts puffs are so delicious, my son and I cannot stop eating them. Seriously, we cannot stop. Peanut Crunch are a delicious and healthy peanut treat. They have the power of vegan peanut protein, rice, beans, and a wonderful crunch that keeps active kids and adults on the go. I came across Peanut Crunch when I was watching Shark Tank and I just decided to help out a fellow Central American entrepreneur and buy his product. So I decided to get it and when I got them, I found out how delicious these baked peanut puffs were and I became hooked ever since. Go check them out at peanut.com. That is P-N-U-F-F.com. P-N-U-F-F.com. And use my promo code De La Roca and you will get 10% off your order. I'm telling you guys, I cannot stop eating this great baked peanut puffs. Peanut Crunch. P-N-U-F-F.com. That is P-N-U-F-F. 
F.com, promo code de la roca. Uh, one thing I wanted to talk about, and I don't know, because um, you guys have pools over there. I know you guys hate the sun and, and stuff like that, but you guys have pools over there? Some people do. Uh, I do not, but, but people do, yeah. Okay. Um, how do you go about, like, you know, do you think, uh, how about your son? Does he like to go in the pool? Does he, has he ever been to a pool? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So my my wife, I I don't take credit for this. This is all my wife. My wife was really adamant that she was like, right, we need to get my son like sea ready, water safe, all that stuff. It's a key key skill. So my son's been going to. Um, we talked about this on the podcast like ages, ages, oh, ages ago. Right, yeah. um, he goes to a thing called Water Babies, or at least he did, and that was like where you take like a teeny tiny baby. And go into a pool with like other dads or other parents, and basically they, they teach you how to have how to be safe with your baby uh, in in a pool. Um, and he's been doing that week on week, like apart from the COVID shutdown stuff, he's been doing it week on week for like ever since he's been six months old or four months old, I think. So yeah, a long time. So he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Um, yeah, oh, I was connecting the power. It's about to die. Anyways, uh, so uh, I think I said it this before. We have a little child that doesn't like anything new. And when I mean anything, it's like uh, we went to the mall to look for shoes for him and my, my niece. And the girl that was at uh, Spencer's, she was like, oh, your son is so cute. He's so quiet and very shy, things like that. And then he comes home and we can get him to shut up. And he's jumping everywhere, and then he goes to his uh, the manager of this huge uh, property. He goes to his office every day. He sits down next to her, and they talk for hours. And he's like, you know, he's talking to a sixty-five-year-old lady like if it's her, his best friend. So the nice. point is that he doesn't like anything new, anything including people. That's why he's shy around new people, and that's why he doesn't like anything new. So we've been, uh, I had an invitation for a pool party. And then I remember my son not liking the sea and not wanting to go into the pool and he was afraid. So we we're like, how are we going to push this guy to go to the pool? And then uh, uh, I'm like, let's go to the pool. Nope. Let's go to the pool. Nope. Let's go to the pool. Nope. Okay. So how about we try another one? Why don't we have my girlfriend's cousin who has a little baby and can't stop being on the pool, come to the pool, and uh, maybe we'll push him. I, I was literally was going to push my son into the pool, get in my life jacket, and be like, you know what? It's enough. Push him, see what happens, right? Um, yeah. And then she came all the way here, and then uh, the manager, the one I'm talking about, comes out. She's like, yeah, you cannot have guests. And we're like, oh, shit. And then <laughs> we had to go to her house, and it turns out my son loves the pool now. So nice. because the little kid was jumping up and down, we all got in and now he loves the pool. And uh, when I told him where we we're going to go to the beach, he couldn't stop <laughs> talking about going to the beach. So that I mean, we're still trying to figure out how to bring new things to to him. I mean, for the, the way I see it is that you have a yeah, I'll try whatever kid And mine is like, mm, nah, used to be blue. Now it's green. Mm, nah. I'm not trying ice cream. Is it the one I like? Mm. It's a, it's a window thing, isn't it? I think. I think there's like 
there's a window for kids uh, where they're just willing to try everything. But I think school kind of changes that for them because obviously schools bombard them with new things all the time. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's very odd. I think we're definitely quite lucky that there's bad things associated with that as well, though. Like they'll just like there's been times when I've gone outside in the garden and my son's eating <laughs> something that's been left there. Like that's not good. Um, but he's 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 up for he's up for stuff. But that's amazing, man. What what was it like with your son the first time he saw the pool? Was it like basically he he was just ready straight away as soon as he saw the other kid, or was he a little bit like nervous? What do you mean, like uh, right now or the first time he saw the a, first time? A the pool? first time. Well, my brother yeah. has a pool. Oh, okay. And we took him when he was little, uh, and he would have a hard time. He's like, nope, 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 nope. Although he would love the the uh, jacuzzi, he would love that. Nice. But the pool was not. So here we have a pool, and he's like, nope, nope, nope. So he took a little boy who that little boy, man, ah, uh, he's two years old. That motherfucker jumps into the pool. He gets <laughs> off the pool, jumps into the jacuzzi, and they let him be. Like this little kid is built like a little football player, and he literally just goes and jumps into the pool. It's, it's incredible to see. And he's raised by a, by a mom who's there all the time. And so sometimes I'm like, but you know what? Like one thing I wanted to talk about is like, um, so I'm complaining about my son being like that. And again, I always complain that he's not in, independent and things like that. But uh, since we've been going out a little bit more, not like normal people here, they don't give a shit. They're going everywhere. Uh, but we're still taking our, our limitations and, but we're still, we're going out. So recently, I wanted to talk about this with you, and it's a good thing, I guess. I don't know. It's kind of weird every time somebody points it out, and it's kind of weird me talking about it. They keep saying how smart my son is. <laughs> so hang on, in what way? Give give me an example. Give me the context. Give me like this doesn't just come out of the blue, right? No, they just uh so again, uh so for example, um when he goes and visits his his uh sixty two year old best friend manager of this entire property, uh she has said it at least three times. How'd you guys do it? Why is he so smart? Why he my five year old nephew, who is same age as as my son doesn't even know the difference between a squirrel and a bird yet we have this little boy here talking to me like a normal person and telling me that the 13 is a special day and if you put five and five and three that's 13 so he goes above things and uh again and then like literally she has said to me like so what do you guys do like what do you how is why is he like this how is he able to come up with this and memorize everything he could tell you what um the dates past dates what happened everything his memory is incredible and then we went to uh fourth of july party and three people were like he's so smart you should test him see what this this thing is yeah and then uh uh when, when we went somewhere else and so what i wanted to talk about maybe yes he is smart and then oh yeah so we went to a pool party and somebody else said oh he's so smart you should he's going to be a genius or something 
uh, unfortunately, I guess, he doesn't have parents that are going to push him to be uh, a doctor or a scientist or anything. I'm just going to push him to whatever he wants to do, right? So if he yeah. wants to be a, 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 <laughs> a janitor or drive buses or, you know, uh, I don't know, build video games or as long as he's out of my house and he is happy and <laughs> and he's making good money, I'm going to support him. I'm really not going to push him to be something just for my own agenda, right? But everybody keeps saying how smart he is. And maybe he's smart. But I want to set the record here. Because it's something that I always say it here. And I keep telling people. And of course, I don't see how the people who are telling me how smart my son is. I don't know how they raise their kids. But again, for about four to five years from where he was small until he was four and a half, five. He almost didn't watch any TV. We read to him all the time. We spoke to him like a human being. Sometimes I'll speak to him like a kid because I'm a kid and farts and stuff like that. Uh, but I, we talked to him like a grown-up. Uh, we, uh, my wonderful girlfriend, she's a teacher, so we worked on him. When he was little, we would point. We would like do things like, since he was one, repeat, ball, 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 yellow, yellow, yellow. We need. We used to work on his imagination. We used to work on his tactics, and we used to work on his whatever teachers do. But I used to just, for example, I would tell him like, "All right, what is this? What color is it?" And repeat that. And then I would be like asking him questions and trying to get him to speak different things and uh, uh, making him learn sign language and reading to him and interacting with him and asking him things and kind of repeating things. Again, we are not geniuses. We are not doctors. We're not psychologists. I'm just speaking to experience. And yes, my son could be a genius. I don't know. And I don't think so. But I'm just saying that if you dedicate the first couple years of your life without so much social media or without so much TV and kind of focus on him, his actions, try to progress, use blocks, teach him how to read, keep reading him, ask him questions, ask him vowels, differentiate with work with his brain, then maybe there will be more kids like mine that doesn't know how to shut up and just ask a hundred thousand questions <laughs> i'm just saying i'm just bringing that up uh, take it however you want to take it but that's just an advice that i want to give and keep people keep saying how smart my son is and people say how you do it and i'm just one of those again we just didn't watch tv for four years we dedicated all of our time and attention to you know, practicing their vows, reading, things like that. He went to school where they did an amazing job too. So maybe your kid could do it too. I think it's definitely good advice. Um, so what's the, what do you do next? Like, okay, so. I would tell you... him to, to leave me alone and please don't ask so many questions. You know what? <laughs> you know, you know, this guy's, and maybe he's a genius or maybe he just has my, my brain. He's answering me the way I answer people. <laughs> so I forgot what it was. 
So we were asking for, we were, I was wondering a date, like, because uh, he, for example, he knows, like, let's say today is the 25. He knows that in five days it could be Thursday and it's going to be the 30th. He knows like that. He knows what five days ago was, the date, and he knows, he knows nice. all the stuff. So I think I was asking, like, I wonder what date is on Thursday. And he's like, you know, and I'm like, no. And he's like, well, what's 24 plus four? <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, it's the 28th. He's like, yes. So I was like, what a dick. He's answering <laughs> me just the way I would answer somebody. Like somebody will ask me, it's like, uh, um, what's my favorite uh, number? And I'll be like, well, what's four plus four? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, uh, like so he answered me like so i said i wonder what day thursday is or something and then he's like well what's 24 plus four and i was like uh it's the 28th okay dick go to bed <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know i don't know i don't know i think it's it's do you feel like there is a bit Because this is quite common. This, this is something that's happened to people that I know where like if they've got a kid or they've had a kid that's quite intelligent or excels at one thing, whatever it is, could be, you know, football, uh, armed robbery, whatever, right? Um, they, they have a thing that they have to kind of think about and they have to kind of foster and encourage. So how does it work in America? Is it like... I send him in front of a like an IQ test or something, whatever the fuck. Like, what do you, what do you do? Oh, well, I don't take people serious, <laughs> so I'm just going to not do anything like that. I'm just going to let him again. Same reason I don't put him on social media. He needs to be a six year old, and he yeah. would do what six year olds are. And if he's super smart, then we will figure out later on. And And again, what if it just wants to be the fart monster 2050 and not use his intelligence? What I do going to do is that I'm going to put him in things that he might like and excel. And if somebody comes to... All right, so I'm going to give you a, a, an example of how I'm treating this uh i guess his life so um you know i act i audition and i get paid for commercials and voiceovers and things like that so technically i'm an actor uh i have a beautiful family and they're better looking than me and sometimes there's has been where like i do a commercial and then they see my family and they're like why don't you put them in the commercial and we'll pay you more And uh, my girlfriend's camera shy and she doesn't like the attention. So it's kind of difficult for, for, for her to do that stuff. Uh, but, you know, a couple thousand dollars, not bad, right? So yeah. there was a period where I was auditioning with my son and my girlfriend as a family. And we came close to a couple things, big commercials and things like that. And I always said that I'm never going to do something that my son doesn't like. So he's always, he's camera ready. He's a ball of energy. You see him every day before we start the podcast. He, he tells jokes. Uh, as you guys know, he could say things like this. Hey, look at Papa. 
He's so short and he has no hair. Can you believe he has no hair at all? We created a YouTube video where he reads and you guys could hear him reading. He's only six. You make the judgment. Uh, um, so we started doing auditions. And one day, uh, the audition process was kind of different. And he kind of froze. And it was a simple audition, but he was, he couldn't do it. And then he was, then he had this space, like something happened to him. But I guess he mm -hmm. was just camera shy and didn't know what to do. Didn't know how to respond. He wanted to cry. I'm like, why are you crying? It's just, we have done this before. And then he told me, I don't feel comfortable doing this. And I said, okay, we don't have to do it. And yeah. then I asked him later on and I said, hey, uh, do you want to do one of those things anymore? Because obviously I'm doing it because if we get an audition, I'll be honest, we get $3,000 to $5,000 each and that will go towards his education and for us to have a better future. Simple as, yeah. as that. But he told me he was not comfortable. And then even though I pushed my girlfriend to do it, she's also not comfortable doing them. So the next day, I emailed my agent and I said, uh, this happened and from now on, uh, don't submit me as a family. I'm the only actor in this house and we're not going to, I'm not going to make my son do an audition ever again. And that's the way I'm raising my son. And what I'm trying to say is that I'm going to, if somebody says he's a genius, then I'll try to put him in a genius class, whatever it's called. And again, my definition of genius, it's different from what normal people think. Uh, again, I don't like school, never like school. Doesn't mean I'm stupid. It's just different kind of brain. Uh, but if he decides to be a genius in math and he likes math and he enjoys it, then we're going to push him to be the next Albert Einstein. But if he's a genius and he doesn't like to study, then I'm not going to push him. Yeah. Then maybe he could be a genius of doing something else. Use his talents in a different way, you know? So that's pretty much how I feel about people telling me. I'm not going to push it. I'm not going to put him into something. If he, be, he, if he has like a easy, uh, you know, preschool, uh, until he graduates to maybe I'll push him a little bit so he could have free scholarships to places, but that's later on right now. Then I'm B6. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if exactly. that answered your question. Or yeah, it definitely did. Definitely did. I think that's, that's, that's kind of the thing. I, I think that's the best approach as well. Cause you want them to, there, there's two things that you mentioned that are super, super important. So, you know, you want them to be a kid for their age. You want them to have that innocence. You want them to see things for the first time. You want them to be, have enough freedom to be a kid. Um, and the other thing was like, you know, what was it? I, I was listening to a stand-up comedian the other day and he said like, you know, uh, someone said to him, the only thing they want for their kid is for their kid to be happy. And his response was like, why would you put so much pressure on a kid to be happy? Like, don't do that. Um, and I think that's kind of right. Like, you, 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 you're just almost along for the ride. I think when they show any kind of like aptitude for something and like that they enjoy it and that they seem to be relatively good at it is definitely worth kind of putting them through that line. Um, I haven't had that yet because my, my kids are too young. Um, but I know that my son's really good on like, uh, uh, um, 
pound go-karts uh, so, <laughs> so that's a good thing um yeah it, it's 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 important dude for sure and i think like 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 you said he's six so just taking that compliment as what it is and um he's a good reflection on you guys obviously and the school that he goes to um you know it's great it's always great when you get compliments about your kid um and yeah just see where it goes keep mind open i know the only other thing i'd say is um like i know when i was growing up i didn't do a lot whereas like talking to my wife about her upbringing like her parents basically gave them like it was the pick and mix approach to like um doing activities and skills and things else like that where they tried everything like once um and i kind of look at that as almost a template um like trying to get your kid to do as many things as possible as many different sports as many different pastimes and they can kind of find their way find what what speaks to them um the sad thing with that is it's bloody expensive and you have lots of equipment that you don't use once but you know i think we're, we're all trying to find our way in this world and we're all trying to figure out what we want to do um you know uh so yeah shout out to your father-in-law the best <laughs> 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 hey exactly. now, now i have a question for you uh so we, we are getting serious about getting a pet a furry pet a dog uh i guess we should have your wonderful sister here because she knows more yep. about dogs than we do uh but um uh, you had a dog growing up yeah i had three i think or four um so we had quite a lot uh they were always uh labradors crossed with something so we had a labrador cross with a whippet we had a labrador cross with a we always had mongrels mongrels are great because they're like they don't have any health issues so basically when you're talking about dogs you've got pedigree dogs that are like a breed and their breed mixed with like just their own breed so you'd have a labrador that has sex with a labrador they produce loads of labrador puppies and that's a labrador pedigree mongrels are like Okay, there's a Labrador, which is like a black dog, and they have sex with, I don't know, another sort of dog, and they're completely different. So they kind of inherit the genetic traits of both, which kind of makes them stronger. Um, oh, okay. So don't get a pedigree. Definitely get a mongrel. Um, in terms of breeds with dogs, you've always kind of got to be careful with, with, with kids a little bit. So there are certain breeds that are more aggressive than others. Because um, obviously the dogs that we have, right, like, are uh, they all come from like two different breeds that you'd find in the wild. But we've, and this is the British people. Sorry about this. British people did this. We've like distilled the genetic makeup of dogs and exaggerated certain traits to such an extent where we've got like you know hundreds of different breeds. So you got to be careful about that. Um, but you know you're you're in la right there's going to be loads of of dog shelters that are near to you um that will have rescue pets um and you'll be able to get all different sorts um yeah uh have you thought about breeds or anything like that so we've been looking and we're getting serious and we still think we're like a year away or something uh yeah. so we my brother has a dog and she's a, a mongol I guess whatever. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, from uh, husky and uh, something else. So she's yeah. not so tall, but she still has the face of a husky and the body of a husky. But she's kind of short. And yeah. um, uh, I think same thing as you. We um, want them to be good with kids. 
uh, one thing that everybody says uh, about the shedding. So we minimize it to uh, and a personal for me as the third uh, the point three three member of this family. And my only thing, I absolutely not going to be one of those guys that comes out of their house with a tiny little piece of shit and picks out their poop or walks them yeah. around. I'm not going to yeah. be that guy. I seen even like super muscle guys walking a chihuahua and he looks like, why? I, unless you, let's just say, that's your thing, you're yeah. fine. But I'm not going to be, even though I'm tiny as fuck, I'm not going to be the guy who takes out a girl dog to poop or walk. Not. So I'm. So that gives away chihuahuas and all those girly dro- dogs that you put them in your purse. Fuck those dogs. So we come out with three uh, uh, breeds. We came to Labradoodle, Poodle, and Cocker Spaniel. Those are our top three and super expensive. And a lot of people yeah. like them, so there's not that many... Uh, and then I wanted, uh, uh, the tar. I don't, I don't know if you had the target dog over there, but I wanted that one, but over here, they seem to not like him because he looks weird. And of course what's, we what's want, the, what's, what's the target dog? What does he look like? You have he, to describe him. You don't know the target dog? No, uh, no. It's, it's, very, it's like a, I don't know what it is, but I wanted that one, but I guess they say it's too ugly, whatever. And of course <laughs> I don't want the, I don't want the, uh, what's the pug? I don't want that ugly uh, dog. Yeah. You don't want a pug. So this is the other thing you'll be really careful about is like certain breeds have crazy health problems. Um, So bulldogs do. Well, yeah, but some dogs have worse ones than others. So like pugs, obviously, the reason why they've got screwed up faces is because some people wanted that. But if you look at like their 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 skull structure, their airways are too narrow for them to breathe. Like. You know, they all have breathing problems. Same so like sausage dogs or dachons. Like um, they've been bred to like have elongated spines. But because of that, they always have digestive problems. Oh, God, what else? There's there's loads. Like my sister can bore the pants off everyone with all this stuff. Um, uh, we, we should definitely get her on. It'd be awesome. The doggy locks. Um, I would always go for a medium-sized dog, Labrador, Golden Retriever, uh, German Shepherd. German Shepherds can be quite big. Yeah. Um, just anything that's like. But Labrador is also big. Remember, Labrador is also big. But if you get like, you could get a Labrador that wouldn't be as expensive as a Labrador, and it would be basically the same. Um, wait, wait. The only Labra- thing that... Oh, wait, wait. A Labrador. Yeah. Those are big. No, those are... aren't those the ones that go and chase cattle. No, that's like a. <laughs> No, that's that's a, a, a like a Labrador. well, we call them sheepdogs over here. Yeah, well, so they're they're kind of they're kind of big. Also, but you gotta not, like you look, look around my, my my. This is it. We have a small yeah. place. Yeah, but that's why you just walk them for like twenty hours a day. Let's get your cardio on, son. <laughs> oh, that's the one I uh, I wanted, but it's too active. Beagle. Yeah, Beagle's crazy active. Yeah, and they said that the cocker spaniel too at the beginning. So. Yeah. So yeah. the answer so far is we're not getting a dog. I would. Do you have any friends that got dogs that are going to be out of town for a certain time? That's 
it's funny because I just talked to my nephew. I said, hey, why don't we bring Navi? Navi is the is the dog here because I actually forgot that. Um, so there was a I'm weird. There was a bunch of things going on with me when I was little that don't happen anymore. I guess I was allergic to hair dog. But now and during one time I was living with the dog and nothing happened to me. I'm fine. I used to be super bad on uh, on lactose intolerant, and now I'm good. I could eat pizza and stuff like that. I, I guess I had asthma, and I don't remember having asthma since I was little, so I'm fine, I guess. Uh, so I don't know if I cure myself. I just forgot about it. I don't care anymore, What whatever it is. But I had two people with allergies here in the house, not named me. So I always say that, even though they go to their, my brother's house and they have a dog, it's not the same as living with a dog, yeah. right? So I want to have the dog come here. But my nephew is like, oh, you know, she's going to be crying the whole time. And I'm like, great. I forgot about the crying and not sleeping. So, yeah, we're not getting a dog. <laughs> <laughs> dogs are really hard. Dogs are really hard. I mean, I, I like growing up with dogs, there were things with dogs that were great. And there were things with dogs that sucked. Um Taking them for walks, fantastic. Uh, I had dogs that hated bikes, as in bicycles. So whenever we'd be walking the dog and there'd be a bicycle going past, I'd have to hold the leash or the leads like really, really tight. Otherwise, they would go for the dude on the bicycle. Um, so there's that. We also used to have this Whippet uh, crossed with a Labrador um, or crossed with a Greyhound, I think it was, Greyhound Whippet. And she was a nightmare. She would just run. So like you let her off the lead at the park, she's like, right, see you later, mate. I'm not going to see you again, am I? You're you're gone. Uh, she used to get picked up by the local dog warden all the time. Um, I have vivid memories of like her being picked up three times in a week or something as we walked her, and the dog warden like basically charging us like fifty quid each time uh. for like kennel fees. Um, but there's amazing stuff with dogs as well, like you know. I've had multiple dogs who you have like a proper sense of kinship with them. Um, with cats, you do get that sense of kinship as well, but it's no, always different. It's always on their terms. Mm, 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 um, no, we're not cats. Why not? Why? Why? A cats like kind of an entry level thing, though, right? Like cats are a good thing. I hate those things. Whoa! <laughs> why? <laughs> I see. You can't just say that. Let's explore it. Well, what don't you like? Let's explore it. Uh, they're poop. Uh, yep. They don't care about anybody. Uh, they scratch. They, they shed, they and do. they don't care about anyway. They do care about some things and some people, exactly. kind of, at certain times of the day. <laughs> I do gotta say though, there's something about me with kids, dogs, and cats. Yeah. So uh, we hadn't gone to my my, uh, and it's a good thing. If I go to, a, a, let's, let's say I go to Andy's house and you're throwing a huge party, like yeah. huge, a hundred people. I show up to your house and your three dogs are still alive. People are going to come up to me, but only two kinds of, one kind of people and one kind of dogs are going to be next to me. They want to play with me and kids are next to me and they want to play with me. I don't know yeah. why. It has been my story of my life. I would literally get into a bus with 50 people around everybody. And then the kid that is there is looking at me, is coming to me, talking to me, 
or the dog is there he will come to me wants me to play with them and i'm like why can you just choose the other people so i don't know what it is with me and dogs and kids but they like me like for example like uh i hadn't seen my i hadn't been to my brother's house like almost a year and my, when i showed up um, <laughs> navi the dog was going nuts and my nephew said he hadn't heard her that excited in a long long time every time i go she doesn't care about anybody I mean, she just wants to play with me so let's just say and yeah so nah we're not cats people no i i cats are good and you can get a dog like cat and you can also get cats that kind of turn into dogs whether you mean them to or not so my cat derek is like he likes aggressive like rubs of strokes he goes outside he will jump on my lap as soon as i get in he will run to come and see us like he's he's pretty much a dog so if you get a boy cat who's been neutered they're kind of like dogs they're not dogs obviously but they're kind of like dogs so yeah i think it doesn't have to be a dog i think dogs are super super involved but then i i think that for kids dogs are great because they give them a sense of like you know it's like it's something else to look after that isn't like the stakes are lower right um but they can take them for walks they can nurture their relationship they can feed them they can tidy up their you know their poop and pee or whatever like obviously your son's tiny a, a bit too young for that probably but when they're like 10 or 11 or 12 it's kind of a great time for that so yeah 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 I so like that's dogs. what I, we're thinking about when probably when he's eight so yeah yeah so between those three breeds poodle labradoodle cocker spaniel pick one for me cocker spaniel aren't they pretty it's like they are but they're smaller which is better for you because you're a tiny human being and uh <laughs> and you can take them for what they're going to be full of energy right they're going to be full of energy so that that's that's what you want i think labradoodles are just crazy expensive like over here three thousand dollars yeah crazy expensive you don't want that a cocker um, spaniel too no cocker a cocker spaniels are quite expensive i would I would just go to your local dog shelter. Well, we saw a cocker see. spaniel right now that they're, uh, but then I start. I kept reading and uh, reading, and uh, uh, it already had like two health problems. That one of his leg twitches, and I said, "Nah, I'm good." I mean, leg twitching is not that bad. Like I, so my my sister had a King Charles dog, and they are yeah. their eyes bulge out so much that it's not uncommon. For, for that breed for their eyes to pop out and you have to just pop them back in the socket so this is like these are the sort of health problems we're talking about man like they're they're, they're nuts do your research for sure well um, let me see because uh, everybody could hear my typing thing uh bull terrier that's a ta target dog yeah so i think isn't that an amazing dog though look at that but then they see over here they just say he looks something weird and but bull terrier oh i would love to have one of those but why that's not? why you got i think of the aggression thing that's the thing oh really they're aggressive well i don't i to be honest dude, like i think every dog has got that in them due to that is the nature of dogs right um 
but I think certain breeds have a more nurtured that side of them is more nurtured than others um but i don't i don't i think breed comes into it it's all a likelihood thing i think um yeah all yeah. right so i guess we're getting a cocker spaniel are you ready hey are you ready for this are you hanging on the edge of your seat i need a break are uh. you ready hey are you ready for this are you hanging on the edge of your seat i need a break are uh. you ready hey are you ready for this are you hanging on the edge of your seat i need a break uh. out of the doorway the bullets rip we have a little segment called Andy's Jokes, and the way it works is that Andy tells a joke. A joke's so good, you would like to trade your dog or your cat for that joke. And the way it works is that Andy tells us the jokes, and it's up to you to tell us whether the joke is good or bad. And you could do that by sending us an email, hello at josedelarroca.com, hello at josedelarroca.com. Com. And also, if you'd like to send me your recommendations for a dog that I should get, hello at josedelarroca.com. Ladies and gentlemen, measuring 5 feet 10 inches, wearing a look at me shirt, all the way from Portsmouth, UK, where people were sad, but we're not getting into that. Here's Andy with Andy's jokes. Take it away, Andy. I love that you call me five foot ten. That's great. That's made my day. Love it. Love that. Um, one joke this week. I think it's a good one, though. <clears throat> it is related to all the crazy billionaires going into space for no apparent reason whatsoever that's been happening over the past couple of weeks. <clears throat> Why does NASA use Linux as their operating system. Repeat it again, please. Why does NASA use Linux as their operating system on PCs? Uh, I don't think I could stomp it because it may be too geeky for me. I don't know, Andy. Why? Because you can't open windows in space. <laughs> That was a classic. That was Andy's jokes, one of the best so far. So far, we're getting better. Maybe show 450. We'll have a one. <laughs> so good. Anyways, this was Andy's jokes. And you could be part of the segment by sending us an email. Hello at josedelarroca.com. How's the tamales? What's up, guys? Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am, and they only have one mission for the beer men to look, feel, and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code DELAROCA to get 10% off your order. That is DELAROCA, D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. All right, before we go, we want to say thanks to Andy for stopping by and showing us his great marathon shirt. When are you going to be running again? 
so I can barely do 10k now uh, and it not hurt so uh, yeah um, uh, I will be not doing runs for a while uh, I mean because I, uh, need... I just heard that you guys cure COVID and everything's fine and everything's, yeah, everything's fine yeah. we're licking each other's faces we're doing loads of stuff, different stuff over here COVID doesn't exist in the UK anymore which is great um, yeah um, yeah the, the running thing will come back It's just after the whole raising a baby thing. Uh, yeah, yeah. And be good. Before we go, anything you're playing so far? What are you playing? Uh, Do it quick. So Flight Simulator, the new one comes out on Xbox tomorrow. That's always super cool. If you're looking for a game to kind of like chill out to, soar into the heavens, check out all the different locales on the planet because they've mapped out the entirety of the planet in that game because uh, they use Microsoft's cloud service, Azure, to power it. That's really, really cool. Um, that comes out tomorrow. Um, what else? What have I been playing? Um, there's massive sales on uh, on uh, on Xbox and uh, PlayStation Network at the moment, so you can pick yourself up some bargains there. Um, that's really the game that I've been playing the most. It has been figuring out what I want to spend money on in those sales, to be honest with you. Um, they've got the games like Hitman 2 for like 14 quid and, and things like that. So definitely log on to your consoles, see what's going on on those, on those storefronts uh, if you have a Xbox or a PlayStation. Because uh, I, I, I own stock for Sony, and then I saw yeah. how you guys got a, a, a new batch. Uh, so it was like a big thing over there. So do you know anybody that got one? I do, I do. I know a couple of people actually. Um So consoles availability-wise over here is getting better for the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series S. So the Series S is like the, the slightly cheaper version of the new consoles from, from Microsoft. Um, but uh, Xbox Series Xs are way harder to find. You still can't get them anywhere. Um, so yeah, uh, PlayStation 5s are starting to get a little bit easier to get. Um But it's weird, like there's still not what I would call, you know, killer apps for those new consoles yet, um, if I'm honest with you. Uh, but yeah, they are starting to get a little bit more available. Nice. And then my two cents in this will be that we play a lot of um, uh, Sonic and Mario uh, Olympics, the, yep. the Tokyo one uh, on Nintendo Switch. And since my son is all into soccer, that's all we do. We play Sonic and Mario uh, in the Olympics. Since we're talking about the Tokyo Olympics and they're going on right now. Go England and USA. And that's my two cents on the video game frontier, I guess. <laughs> uh, mm -hmm. Before we go, any shout outs, any comments, anything last you would like to do? Um, yeah, uh, massive shout out to my best mate, Kieran. Um and his uh, lovely partner, Sarah, and their, their, their lovely daughter. Um, they came around this week. It was amazing to see them. Um, and also, massive shout-out to uh, to Paul, friend of the show, Paul, my, my brother-in-law, um, who is about to embark on a crazy long bike ride across... God, what is it? The Peak District, I think, in the UK. Like, miles and miles and miles of cycling. Um, he's got to go a sponsor page thing. Um Yeah, which I'll probably be tweeting about at some point. Um, but yeah, massive shout out to him. He's he's currently in the weeds and training at the moment, um, but he's doing amazing stuff. So yeah, massive shout out to him. 
Yeah. Oh, and I forget to say that I uh, I have some scoop about those PS5s, but I will talk to you private about that because I don't know if I could say it. Anyway. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks for listening. As always, uh, we are not uh, geniuses or anything. So whatever Andy and I said, uh, don't take it too personal, uh, especially when I was talking about my son. I know you could raise your kid better than me or not that good but we're just giving you advice so but i do recommend you reading a lot and not watching too much tv uh and then i want to be give a big shout out to my girlfriend and my son i love him a lot until next time my name is jose jose de la roca and you have been listening to dad without a dad <laughs> <laughs>